Welcome to the Peg Leg Podcast. I'm Greg Marshall, sharing some parables for the soul. Sometimes the answers to our biggest questions are not found in explanations, but in good stories. That's why I'm creating this collection of good stories. Some of them are my own, and some of them are from guests that I'm going to invite. All of them are meaningful. My hope is that you simply enjoy listening to them, but also that they encourage you. This is episode 21, a reflection and a story about time. Is time moving too fast? That's a question I've been thinking about. I'm pretty sure my opinion changes day to day, but anytime I reflect on that question, it takes me to some interesting places. If it is moving too fast or too slow, what do we do about it? In this episode, I want to tell you a story about a girl and a family who changed the way I think about time. They helped me think beyond it. This winter is different. It's the first time I haven't been super anxious for summer to come. My oldest daughter is 15, months away from being 16, and less than four years from graduating high school and going to college. I vividly remember being the first person to change her diaper. I remember planting her two-year-old bundled up little body in a two-foot snowbank while I shoveled the driveway. She's growing up. My other babies are 12, 10, and 7. Time keeps moving. It's relentless. And this year, I turned 41. I'm not sure what that means to me, if anything. I just know that one day recently, while I was looking out my living room window at snow, a thought came to my mind that I had never had before. I don't need summer to come any sooner than it wants to. That thought surprised me. It wasn't just words in my head, it was a feeling in my gut. Most mornings I wake up early and go for a walk with the divine before anyone else is stirring, even if it's super cold. Recently, in one of those quiet moments outside in the frigid air, I asked the question, is time moving too fast? A vivid and powerful memory came to mind. I thought about a young woman who used to babysit my oldest daughter, Genevieve. Her name is Stacy. We were neighbors when she was in high school. Genevieve was a newborn and Stacy loved her. When Stacy graduated high school, she moved to England to study for a year. And when she came back, she was excited to spend time with little Genevieve. One day we asked her to babysit for us and the two of them hung out for the day at her parents' house. Side note, Stacy's dad and mom are very close friends and mentors to my wife and me. I remember showing up at their house that evening to pick up Genevieve. I think that was the first time I had been able to see Stacy myself since she had returned from England. I walked in the door, took off my shoes, and turned to the right to go into their kitchen. Stacy was walking toward me, and she hugged me. After a couple seconds, I started to pull away, and she wouldn't let go. When she stepped back, she had a huge smile on her face. She welcomed me and said she had a great day with Genevieve. 
That night I was talking to Stacy about her time in England and her hopes for college. I asked her, what do you want to study? What do you see yourself doing after college? She had a quizzical look on her face and she said, honestly, when I try to imagine my life beyond college, I don't see anything. I can't see my future. Those words struck me in a way that I cannot describe. She had a wisdom about her, a thoughtfulness that was disarming and impressive. A few days later, I was performing at a music festival. Minutes before I was supposed to step out on stage, my phone rang. The person who called me said, Greg, Stacy passed away in a car accident today. A very strange energy flooded my body from head to toe, and I wept. I ended up going on stage to perform, thinking Stacy would want me to bring joy to the kids who were waiting to see us. It was really hard. As soon as I could, I left and drove to their house with my wife. Inside, Stacy's younger brother hugged me and started crying. Stacy's dad, Steve, looked at me from across their kitchen counter, looking stunned. He said, Greg, what's happening? Later that night, I watched Steve and his other younger daughter cuddled up on a chair together. Life was so painfully different for them now. Some time had passed since the accident, and they found out a police officer had found a Bible in Stacy's car the day of the accident. When they received the Bible back, inside of it they found a bookmark, which was a picture of our baby Genevieve, smiling with her face covered in guacamole. They put that picture on their refrigerator and it was there for a long time. I think it was a couple years later when Stacy's dad, Steve, and I were at a coffee shop together. I made a comment about how fast time was moving, probably referencing my own kids. He didn't say anything. He just looked at me for a little while. And then eventually he started talking about Stacy. I don't remember his exact words, but he talked about how some people do fear getting older, but he doesn't. He said he knows that every time a day passes, he's one day closer to seeing Stacy again. Is time moving too fast? Not for everyone. Not always. When I think about time in that way, appreciating the mystery that there may be more than this finite life, it shifts something in me. I personally believe it. To paraphrase one of my favorite old school rappers, I believe death is a comma in the sentence, not a period. Eternity is not just a concept out there, but it's a reality that exists in and around us now. In the ancient book of Ecclesiastes, it, it says the divine has made everything beautiful in its time and has set eternity in the human heart. Think about that. What does it mean if eternity has been set in our hearts? That means we are a paradox as humans. We're made inside of time for something that transcends it. I see that paradox alive in close relationships. 
to know someone, to truly learn them is to explore something that transcends the physical person that stands before you. It means to be curious about the eternity that is in their heart. For me to know my wife is not a finite, limited action. She has a universe inside of her that is always evolving. There are parts of her soul that will take more than this lifetime to fully know. That's what makes lifelong relationships exciting and worth it. We can know someone for decades. And when we say goodbye at the point of death, we can feel like we're just getting started. Sarah Groves is a singer-songwriter that I enjoy. In one of her songs called What Do I Know, she describes a woman who's saying goodbye to her husband. The lyrics say, She lost her husband after 60 years, and as he slipped away, she still had things to say. When a relationship or a life becomes stale, it's sometimes because we lose sight of the miracle of eternity that lives inside of other people or in ourselves. We think we know all there is to know, but we don't. We stop exploring the mystery. We stop asking questions and pursuing the transcendent experience of knowing others, ourselves, and the divine. I think when we become anxious about the movement of time, the truest way to find peace is to lose ourselves in pursuing the galaxy of thoughts and feelings and dreams and experiences that live inside of others and ourselves. That transcendent space is there like a mystery, reminding us that what we see is not all there is. And to experience it, we don't need to wait until death It's explorable now in relationships. At one point in the story of Jesus, his friends were watching him pray to his father in heaven and they heard him say, now this is eternal life, that they may know you. What that prayer tells me is that eternity's best measurement is not time, it's relationship. So is time moving too fast? Sometimes it feels like it does, and it's okay to feel that way. Sometimes it feels like it moves too slow. Those feelings will change in different seasons and in different moments even. But I believe we never need to fear time. We can be conscious of how it's moving and be intentional about appreciating the days we have. But life is going to be a greater adventure if we allow ourselves to see beyond the clicking of a clock or the wrinkles on our faces to the mystery that says, you are always just getting started. A while back, I walked down into our basement and I found my daughters listening to a CD that they found in some boxes. It was Stacy. They were listening to the audio of Stacy as a teenager, giving advice to younger teenagers. She was talking about her faith and what gives her hope. I stood at the bottom of those stairs watching my little girls listen to and learn from the girl who changed the way I think about time. 
And I thought to myself, I can't wait for them to meet her. listening to this reflection and story. I hope we can all become infinitely more curious about the people we love, the people we think we know so well, and even the strangers that we meet. I think that's what makes this life the adventure it deserves to be. If you enjoy the Peg Leg Podcast, please share it with others. Leave a comment, give it some stars, help me share it with more people. I'm always amazed at how these stories end up making their way around the planet. <laughs> Actually, I don't have any idea how that happens, but I'm grateful that you're listening. Peace.